welcome to season two of the Voice of the River podcast. To kick off this season, Jordan and I sat down with our Oyster River principal, Miss Philippone. This year we will be doing sponsorships in our podcast, and today's episode is sponsored by Kessler Insurance in Newmarket, New Hampshire. Be sure to go check out their Facebook page. So, Ms. Philippone, thank you so much for joining us today. We are very excited for you to be our first guest for Season 2 of Voice of the River. Um, so, I guess we can start off by asking, how do you think last year went overall? I think last year was a great year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoyed myself my first year at Oyster River. Yeah. And this was the first year that you were a principal, right? Yes. Was last year? Yeah. How was that different from being... Because you were... A teacher. So I was a teacher. I, I I taught middle school for six years, okay. and then I moved bumped to high school for about fourteen years, okay. somewhere around there. I'd have to go back and think about yeah, it. That's okay. But for an extended period of time, mm-hmm. and then I was at one point a fifty percent dean of students. Oh, cool. Fifty percent teacher. That oh, was when I was in New York. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot it. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. yeah. So that was a great experience because I. It, it was, it was yeah. so much fun to do both. Um, and then when my family moved to Durham, mm-hmm. um, I was a paraprofessional for a mm-hmm. year. And then I was an assistant principal at Spalding. Okay. So you've had experience with being like an administrator before this past yeah. year. Yeah. So okay. I was a dean of students for for four years. And mm-hmm. then I was an assistant principal for three. Nice. Yeah. How has it been different being principal compared to being like dean of students or assistant uh, principal? Yeah. I think that there's there. The difference is that I, I I'm thinking more globally. Yeah. Than I was before. So a lot of what I did before as dean of students and assistant assistant principal was really student focused, mm-hmm. um, and family focused. Yeah. And less programmatic mm-hmm. focused. And so I think that I've had to kind of broaden my broaden the way I look at my job. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. Cool. Um, kind of switching gears outside of school, just so people can get to know you a little better. What are your hobbies? So, um, I like to read. That's um, I like to run, mm-hmm. um, and do things outside. So, but I love going to the beach. Mm-hmm. I think that's my favorite place to be is the beach. So everybody has like a favorite place. Yeah. So I would say any any beach doesn't have to be any particular beach, but I just like the waves and the ocean and that kind of yeah. yeah. Um, what has always been your dream job? Like this could be back when you were like five years old, or or not like whatever you yeah. Can think of. I don't know. I don't really know. I used to think I wanted to be a philanthropist, mm-hmm. like that would be fabulous yeah. to do that. But I actually really like what I do. Mm-hmm. What brought you to teaching? Or, like, yeah, I guess, like, working at a school in the first place. Um, I think I, my teachers. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Do you have any, like, main inspirations? I do. Um, I, my, well, I had a first and second grade teacher named Mrs. Stevens. Mm-hmm. And so she looped with us. That's she cool. was amazing. I had her at Mast Way. Oh, wow. I yeah. didn't know you, you went to, did you go to our middle school, too? Yeah, I went to middle school. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and then I went to two years of the high school here, and then I left after two years of the high school here. That's cool. Um, and graduated from a different school. But, yeah, so I'm an o- Oyster River. I, the majority of my academic career was yeah. the Oyster River. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's hmm. really cool. Yeah. Is it weird being back? Um, in some ways it is. Yeah. yeah in some ways it's a little, it's a, it can be a little weird, but I like it. Yeah. So It's changed a lot. 
It, oh, yeah. Yeah. It absolutely has changed a lot. That's really cool. Um, so looking a little more towards this year, what are you most excited about for the 2017-18 school year? I'm really excited about the ELO program. Yeah. You're, Jordan's actually doing yeah. an article on him. That's Are you? Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I'm, that's actually what I'm talking about tonight at the oh, open cool. house is about options and pathways for kids. So I'm really, that's what excites, I'm very, very excited about yeah. it. That's awesome. So cool. I love that. Um, do you know any changes that you're making this year that have come about over the summer or, I mean, other than the ELO you can talk about that a little bit if you want. Um, well, we're doing a lot of work, curriculum work, mm-hmm. with the faculty. So we're working on competencies. Cool. Um, we're talking about our 21st century learning expectations mm-hmm. and how those are embedded in our classrooms here. Um, but that's that's a big focus. I mean, how we're using competencies and learning goals for students and what that looks like for for the students here. Can you explain the ELO position just a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So the extended learning opportunities are really about extending. It's exactly what it is about extending the learning for kids outside of the four walls of the school. And this position is really important because even though we've had internships and we've had kids Mm -hmm. doing other things, counselors have really been working with teachers about Mm -hmm. with that. But we haven't really had anyone that could spend the time to develop it and to really make it grow. And to get out into the community and make connections with people in the community to see what, you know, how we can get our students out. Whether it's doing career exploration or, you know, maybe there's an advanced study that someone wants to do. So if they take something like marine biology and they're really interested in it, could they design their own class in marine biology and then go do that? And that's really exciting to me. Yeah. So this, so now we actually have someone who can do that with kids and help kids do that. And the thing that I love about the program is that it's all student-driven. That's awesome. Yeah. So if someone has an interest in something, they can go and talk to Mr. Peschel, mm-hmm. and he can help you develop it yeah. and make it into something that's yours, which I think is fabulous. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a really cool Yeah, thing. I know. I was talking to some kids who are doing the ELO, like... Emma Hillary, for example, is in Spain right now, kind of pursuing, like, yeah. what does it mean to her, like, being American, and how is this, like, trip, like, working on that experience and, you know, learning Spanish and all this stuff, and she's been working with him to kind of, how can I make this, like, a lasting experience? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's cool to see, like, both sides on, like, yeah. how you're so excited about this, but also, like, it's students are, yeah. like, crazy excited about that. Which is great. Mm-hmm. Exactly and so now, tonight, right. I'm going to talk to parents a little bit about it yeah. and hopefully get parents excited about That's it. That's awesome, yeah. And your article comes at a good time, too, with all that. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> um, so what have you learned in this past year that you've been here as, like, a principal, as how the school runs, and how is that kind of changing the way this year is going? That is a very, very big question. I know, I know. <laughs> um, because I, I learned a lot about the school, the students, the community. I learned a lot about myself, mm-hmm. and I learned a lot about the job, my role. I mean, it was the whole year. I think, it, I think that um, it, takes, it takes a while to figure all that out yeah. um, and to figure out how... Not only what my role is, but also how I can how I can be an advocate for faculty, for mm-hmm. students, for families, and how I can bring all that together. So I, it, 
it's it's a lot. I learned. I don't even know where to start. Yeah. <laughs> like I learned. I learned a lot, but I also learned a lot about myself. Mm-hmm. You know, and really tried hard to be um, transparent mm-hmm. so that people could give me feedback because I think that's really important. I think that's something because I think. For whatever reason, we met like pretty early on in the year. It's probably for Mouth of the River, but I think that's the first thing you're always looking for feedback yeah. on everything, which I think is awesome, especially with being like the head of the school. It's really important to get like kids' feedback and stuff. And you, you're always yeah. in the lunchroom and stuff. Like I spe- especially last year, like looking for feedback um, from just any student that wants to talk, which I think is awesome and really like gives kids a voice that might not normally just come in and be like, "Hey, like I had an idea." Yeah, cool. And not everybody feels comfortable coming exactly. in here. Yeah. And sometimes people think by coming in here, it means like there's something negative yeah. and bad. <laughs> it's not the case. I, there's a lot of times that kids will just come in and and just to say hi yeah. and to talk. And yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's awesome. So last year was the year of the responsible citizen. Um, <laughs> will you explain that to like what that means? Um, and then kind of we're going to transition into like what is this year's theme? Sure. How does that play out in our school so the year of the responsible citizen was something that we thought of over the summer the admin team got together over the summer and talked a little bit about um and it really is about how students see themselves in the school Mm -hmm. and how they can really be a positive be a positive member of the school environment um, and school community and so i think it looks it can look differently depending on you know, what's going on. So being a responsible citizen can be something, um, you know, something that happens in the classroom. It can be, like, helping to clean up in the cafeteria. It can be, you know, pitching in in the auditorium if something's going on. Mm -hmm. It can can look a lot of different – it can look differently depending Mm -hmm. on what it is. And then this year is the year of the effective communicator. Um, So that goes from – it goes for everybody, students – Teachers, me, parents, we're hoping to kind of make that filter out into the mm-hmm. greater community. And one of the things that I've tried to do this year is to do a newsletter to families. So yeah. every two weeks I send a little short, it's meant to be short yeah. and brief, just to let people know what's going on That's at awesome. the school. It's kind of like you live in Durham, you get the, like the weekly Durham newsletter. Yeah. It's kind of yep. the same thing, which is nice. Yeah. So, and we'll, we'll continue. I'm not really sure what that's going to look like. For, yeah. We've asked the students in the, in the meetings, in the, in the class meetings, we asked kids to come and tell us, like, yeah. what do you think that looks like, effective communication? And so we'll do a little bit of, we'll do something with advisory probably yeah. around it. Um, and we'll talk about it. I'll keep, we'll do some messaging yeah. around it too. Nice. Um, so how do you think that this school year will be different because of, the effective communication that will be happening in the building. I don't know. We'll see what happens. (laughs) I I honestly don't. I think it'll be different. My communication out to parents, the weeklies that I, the biweekly newsletters I've been sending, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback. A lot of parents saying, thank you. It's good to know when like Mr. Bobcat's happening Mm -hmm. because this helps me when I plan the week and all of that. So I think that that, I think hopefully that will um, help families. That's good. Yeah, I know. I've been seeing them like when you when the school year was about to start. I went on the Oyster oh, yeah. uh, High School page and yep. like I saw that. And I was like, oh, like I know where Picture Day is. Yep. I know yep. like when to like work on stuff and 
it's been very helpful for students as well. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. Exactly. And oh, I think, glad. I mean, that goes in with the communication thing. It's just, it's, yeah, it's nice to know what's going on. Because I think, yeah. I don't know, sometimes there's so much going on that people are like, oh, yeah, like, picture day. When is that? And it's just having, like, a central place where you know, like, oh, well, that's coming out. We'll know then. Yeah. It's just nice. In your past, you were a teacher. We kind of talked about that a little bit before this. Um, so between being a teacher and a principal, which do you prefer and why? I don't know if I prefer one over the other. I think they're just really, they're different. Um, I think the hardest part about being principal, which I noticed last year, is that I sometimes I feel like I'm getting further away from students, mm-hmm. which is really hard. So I have to make a conscious decision, like, okay, now I need to put all this down, and I need to go into the cafeteria, yeah. or I need to go into the core, or I need to go into a classroom, or to just to get out there. So I think that's... That's the biggest challenge about... That's probably the one thing that I, I really have to be conscious about. Yeah. So, yeah. But is that the, something you miss from being a teacher? Yeah, I think that daily contact yeah. with kids, the relationships that you build with kids, because mm-hmm. it really... Um, that's something... You know, when I taught, I coached, I advised. Yeah. Yeah. I did all... I did the yearbook for a while. I did some college counseling oh, wow. for a while. Yeah. So I did a lot of different things when mm-hmm. I was teaching. And so... Um, so I, I had contact, a lot of contact yeah. with time with kids. Yeah. What is your favorite part about working at Oyster High School? Well, that's easy. The students. Yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. Yeah. I think the student, the students here are, um, it's got to be the, without a doubt. And the faculty. It's, it's like great, dedicated faculty. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that makes a difference as a student, too, knowing that, like, yeah. your teachers are always there for you and stuff like that. And, and they really I mean, care. They do, yeah. I think everyone here really yeah. cares, which is a nice environment to be and involved very in. very smart faculty. Yes. Like, <laughs> really, truly, like, very like, invested in their curriculum and their mm-hmm. content, yeah. and they're constantly looking for professional development yeah. and how they can make their classrooms better. Yeah. Um, I so. think, I know um, one of my teachers does, like, at the end of, the class or something uh, like a form to fill out like how did how could we do better like and you answer like specific questions to the class and stuff and I really like that I mean because they're giving us feedback all year so it's nice that they want that in return just yeah and you do the same thing I just yeah I think it's nice to have like that sort of relationship where you can communicate openly with I mean we we all come to this school together every day so it's nice to be able to have that like relationship together which isn't very nice um, you kind of already mentioned this, but what do you? How do you think Oyster River is different compared to other schools you've worked at? Um, I think every school has its own sort of unique identity in mm-hmm. a sense. The culture and the climate's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, I think Oyster River ha- is a very high achieving mm-hmm. community. So totally, I think yeah. there's like a level of expectation that students put on themselves to um, to achieve whatever that looks like for yeah. them. Um, and I, and so I think that that's, that even when I was in private school, I think that, that here it, it's takes, it's a little different here. Yeah. What that looks like here is a little bit different. Do and you, so sometimes I worry about kids. Yes. Oh, because of that. Here, yeah. Everybody's very, very driven. Mm-hmm. And I often will say to people at Oyster River, if you build it, if you build it, they will come just like the movie. Right. So yeah. if we build a class. The kids will the kids will go there. Mm-hmm. Like you guys will you will reach if you if you set a bar, yeah. The kids are gonna try to reach that bar. So so we just need to be sure that we're balancing. Yes. Yeah, do you as a principal, because I know like teachers will sometimes reach out to kids and stuff, but 
I don't know if you would see it, um, but probably like the downside of kids working that hard with like stress and being overwhelmed and things like that. Well, I think that we, if, if that, if that's who we are, Mm -hmm. right. If that's, I think that we need to think about how we can support kids. Yeah. And what, what are we doing to help kids learn skills? Mm -hmm. Because those are things you're going to experience your whole life. You're always going to have stress. You're always going to have deadlines. You're always going to have all these things. Right. So if that's, if that's part of it, not only not only do we need to look at what you know what's going on, how much homework are we giving, and we have to look at those pieces definitely. But yeah. we also have to ask ourselves: Do we are we intentionally teaching right executive functioning skills? Are we intentionally teaching you know how to time manage, how to de de stress? Like maybe just like even taking a deep breath before you take a test. Yeah, like take a minute and center yourself and. You know, are we are we doing that? Mm-hmm. So I think that there's a little bit of both. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so this is kind of an interesting question, but it's something that I think um, might allow people to see you. Okay. And because, I don't know, like as a principal, you're not always like able, like you said, to be with the students one-on-one. Um, so if you looked back at your younger self, maybe when you came to Oyster River, what would you think of you as a principal? Oh. Okay. So, <laughs> so that that so I guess it depends on me at what stage I was in at my life. You can pick. <laughs> um, I think my my principal when I was in elementary school, my principal was like, "Wow, like this, like the principal, like this, yeah, like you know." And then you get older, and that changes a little bit, right? Yeah. Um. So. When I was in my high school self, probably would have been really kind of skeptical, a little Mm -hmm. skeptical, um, um, curious and skeptical. Yeah. Probably. That's fair. That's a good way to put it. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. I think that's probably what I would have been like in high school. Yeah. Yeah. As... I mean, you're an authority figure at this school. Have you had any challenges? Obviously, we're not going to make you go into detail on things like that, but, like, what has been your main challenge that you've had to deal with being a principal versus when you were a teacher, assist principal, things like that? Um, well, again, I think you have to think about... I have to think about the whole school yeah. and about everybody. So while I'm thinking about individual kids and what's best for individual kids, I also have to make sure that I'm making decisions that are good for, for everybody. Mm-hmm. So I think that's... That's a hard balance. Right. You know, how do you make sure you, I need to make sure I'm doing what's right for kids, for every single kid that walks through the door, and make sure that that is also balanced what's right for everybody else. Mm So when you're dealing with something, like if you're speaking about discipline and something like that, then you you have to balance those two things. And sometimes that's really hard. Yeah. What message would you give to each of the classes this year? You can go like freshman, sophomore, or clump them together, whatever you're feeling. Um, high school is so short. You don't realize it until you're probably a senior. Yes. Would you agree? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And it's such a great time. So, so while everybody's working really, really hard, like just take, take a few minutes and just like be with your friends Yeah. and go to a game mm-hmm. and, and, and experience the things that are happening yeah. here. Like enjoy spirit week. Mm-hmm. 
dress up, be silly, <laughs> yeah. do those things now mm-hmm. because it, it is short and it's it's not. And for seniors, I probably would say enjoy your last year together. Mm-hmm. Um, the senior class is, is a dynamic group that I think could really benefit from joining together. I completely and agree. to find a collective identity that you guys can take away together. Yeah. So I would I really hope that this senior class finds a way of coming together and enjoying themselves their senior year. What do you think? Oh, I completely agree. I say it so often like and I think it's hard cuz I had a lot of upper class like senior friends last year and I would see them like you would walk by any other senior in the hallway. Oh, hey, like they were just all so close and I was like, "Oh, I can't wait until that's us." And I hope that's us because like you said, we're not there yet. We're we're all very different. I think, I don't know why it's my grade, but I feel like we're always caught up in stupid drama that just doesn't matter. And I'm, I hope I'm sure that's every grade. I'm sure, like yeah, yeah, we can see it in our yeah. grade yeah. as well. And it, but it's hard to look at like another grade and be like, I want to be them, but like, what is that grade actually like until you're there? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I really hope because I think that's something that when you ask people like, oh, like how was your high school years? Like that's what you look back on is the unity with that school, yeah. with the grade. And you'll find that. Yeah. My hope is that you guys will find that. Same. Um, as a, as a, as a class before yeah. you graduate. You know, we the, have time. You do have time. You do <laughs> yeah. have time. You have months. Yes. Months. Months. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and, um, and the other thing I hope is that I hope kids really explore what they're interested in. Mm-hmm. Like I know, you know, people are thinking about college and they're thinking about all that, but there's so much out there. Yeah. You know, and I think if, the ELO helps that too. Yeah. And if you want to like learn about how to cook or how to like yeah. do like take culinary. Yeah. Right? You know, do those things and and kind of explore what you're interested yeah. in. Yeah, I like so. that. I think our last question will be um in the next five to ten years, where do you see yourself and where do you see the school? So I see myself here. That's good. Yay. Um, very excited <laughs> about that. Um, and I, 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 there's, I don't know. I think I think the school. I really hope that we really start to look at education in a way that's more holistic, like it's really more community based. And and again, I think the ELOs is just like this, just like the tip of the iceberg Um, we have kids taking college classes while they're in high school which I think is fabulous Um, you can there's students here that are going to have that are going to finish two years of high school before I mean two years of college before they ever graduate from high school and I think that's really where education is going Mm -hmm. um, where there's more overlap with that and so I think that the potential is huge I'd really like to see kids getting out Oyster River kids getting out into the community um, whether it's community service or ELOs or yeah. whatever it is, it, that's what I hope to see. Yeah. I don't know about ten years though. That's a long, <laughs> that's a long time. But short five term, years, that's good. Yeah, short term, I think good. that's yeah, yeah. Th- those are good goals. I mean, five years is a long time. It is a long yeah. time. Yep. Like, I'll be in, I'll be out of college. In five yeah, years. you can yeah. come back. Yeah, oh, you gosh. can check in. You <laughs> can come back. Follow up podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness, it's crazy to think that far ahead. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so hopefully, I'm still here, so you can come back in five I years. Love it. <laughs> great. Say hi. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time today. We definitely had a great conversation, um, and have a great week. Yeah. Thank you so much. And this will go up. This will be our first episode. So yes. after the preview, okay. this will go up. Okay. It'll be so our this season is out- opener. Again, this is outside of my comfort zone. So you did a great job. <laughs> <Fabulous>. <laughs>